0: Welcome back to The Eclectic Collection. Today, we will venture into the realm of superstition with episode number three, The Wallet. So the story goes, you know, I'm completely Italian and my uh, mother has specifically in my life been one of those people that is always talking about superstitions. It's just something that goes with our culture and it's always been. And although a lot of ethnicities uh, claim different superstitions, Uh, of their own, there's still just something about we crazy Italians that always have a bunch of superstitions that um, surprisingly revolve around food. But, you know, (laughs) that's not terribly shocking. So we were talking years ago when I was a teenager and something happened. My best friend was over. We were having dinner and I don't know, mom's making meatballs like usual. And my sister dropped a spoon, which Caused an immense freak out. Now, I was expecting the freak out because I was used to this and I had seen it all the time. But my best friend, who was completely Irish, was stumped, completely dumbfounded, had no idea what was going on. And uh, looking around like crazy. And I said, oh, no, you'll get used to it. And she said, "What? what's that mean? So we were taking bets on who the next person through the door would be. Bottom line, when you drop a spoon, ex- unexpectedly, obviously... Uh, when you drop a spoon, you're supposed to get unexpected or unwanted company, theoretically. So that happened and got the conversation started that night about superstitions and, oh, do you remember when and who did this and other that? And although people kind of know what they are or what the term is, they don't really necessarily think about it. It's certainly not the level my family does, but I just grew up like that. So I was used to it. So my friend was laughing and fascinated and really not believing it. Like, sure. Who's going to come in? You know? And I said, uh, you know, you watch this place is always like a revolving door. It's like grand central. Somebody's going to show up. That's not expected. And I'd say probably an hour later, one of my brother's friends from the firehouse, he used to be in a volunteer fireman, uh, walked in and, Oh, Hey, how you doing? And it was like Norm from cheers. And he sat down and had dinner with the rest of us, but she chalked that up to coincidence. The guy was kind of annoying, and none of us really liked him, so we figured mm, it was the spoon. But either way, we agreed to disagree, and it became a point of talking amongst us for a while about that. Uh, she would just shake her head in disbelief, and my friend would, you know, tease me about it like, You can't possibly think that's what made that happen. I was like, Yeah, sure, it's no different than uh, you know, other things like uh, throwing salt over your left shoulder. And again, she looked at me funny. I said, well, yeah, you know, when you spill salt on the table, that's a no no. So you got to pick it up real fast and throw the salt shaker. Just give it a little, little spice over your uh, left shoulder. You got to give it a little, little salt shake over your left shoulder. And she's like, why? And I said, well, obviously, they throw salt in the devil's eyes. Again, she thought it was crazy. And this turned into a big friend conversation when we were out at dinner. I believe we were at Bennigan's back then. R.I.P. Bennigan's in Springfield. I miss it. But we used to go there all the time. And she said, well, what's that about? What are you talking about? I said, well, you obviously have to throw salt in the devil's eyes. You know, those cartoons when you see the little angel on the right side and the little devil on the left side of the person's shoulder, the good idea and the bad idea. Shes like yeah, I've seen that in cartoons. I said, well, that's that's what it is. I was like it's supposed to be the left side. Everybody says you're right hand man, they don't say you're left hand man because the left side is supposed to be the bad side. So of course left-handed people aside, sorry uh, it's just one of those things. She's like, that's that you're crazy you know she proceeds to tell me that I'm insane and she's never done that. I said well then you got a lot of bad luck because if you don't do that then you're gonna have a lot of bad luck. So I don't play around with that. Mom said, you know, that's it, I do it. So it was kind of funny, but that's how it went. And again, things would come up and I would explain them. And uh, the other example I gave, very nonchalantly, not knowing this would turn into a thing, was about the wallet. So I said, yeah, you know, it's like the wallet one too. It's pretty common. And she says, what wallet? What are you talking about? I said, well, the idea of a wallet. You never give a man that you're in love with a wallet you can give a wallet to your father you can give a wallet to your brother or your uncle somebody that is in your family but you know you care about them differently but if you love a man you can't you know give them a wallet if you're romantically involved with a guy as a female you can't give them a wallet it's a no-no and the better the wallet the worse the fight and you'll break up forever she looks at me starts howling on the floor thinks I'm crazy and, uh, laughs in my face. She says, you gotta be kidding me. I said, no, my mom always taught me that one. She's like, you're nuts. We were on the way back to my house. So she's, I'm asking your mother. I said, go ahead, ask my mother. So she calls up, uh, you know, she walks in, you know, in the house and she says, she's mom, mom, this, 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 she just told me that this is crazy. Like, you, you know, this can't be real. She says, oh yes, yes. Cause my mom's always super serious about everything superstitious. Cause she wants to avoid it like the plague. So my best friend says, well, that can't be. I don't understand. Like, why would that happen? And mom, very innocently, so I don't know necessarily why that is. But, oh, yeah, everybody knows that. It's definitely like an old wives tale to superstition. You never give a man you love a wallet. If you're romantic with any man, you don't ever give them a wallet. If you do, it, it's bad luck. You're not supposed to, like, I don't know if it has to do with money or what, but, like, you just don't do that. No, that would be a terrible thing. And you'll have a big fight and the better the wallet, the larger the fight, the worse the fight, and they'll, they'll leave you in the end. Like, you won't end up with this person. Trust me, you know, don't do it. So my friend, clearly not convinced, laughs at the whole thing, ignores my mother, laughs more at me, and that was that. It was just one of those things, agree to disagree, but she got an amuse, amusement out of it anyway. Okay, fine. Well, you know, days, weeks, months go by, and at the time she had been dating this guy and she dated him for a while. And I would say when all this superstition stuff came up, it was probably maybe like a good year and a half before she was about to celebrate her fifth anniversary with this guy. And she had dated him all through high school and into college and, um, you know, halfway through high school into college. And she was getting ready to have her fifth anniversary with him, thinking that by the time they got out of college, you know, they would get married and this, this was the guy. She dated him for a long time. He was always around. He was a nice guy. I didn't mind him. And he lived pretty close to where I was. And she had gone to high school with him. We had gone to different high schools. So she uh, wanted to get him a nice gift. Well, I was suggesting all sorts of different things. He liked to golf. He played soccer. So I was saying maybe golf clubs or this or that. But she said, no, you know, I don't know. I really want to get him something like personal. So I said, we're gonna get him a piece of jewelry. We went back and forth on a lot of stuff, but she comes back from the store. She was a notorious shopper, and comes back from the store one day. She says, oh, look, look, look what I got him. Opens up this nice little square box, and there's a leather wallet in it from the hoity-toity leather store. And I just laughed. I said, you're serious? She says, yeah, yeah, he'll love it. He needs a new wallet. You know, he's got one of those stupid 80s uh, wallets. Of course, we're talking like 1992 to 96 error here, okay? So she's like, yeah, he's got one of those stupid wallets that has like a Velcro uh, closure, and he looks like a little kid. Like, it's time to grow up. He needs a, a, a man wallet. I'm like, okay, a man wallet. So... I understand, but it's a wallet, you're dating, it's your fifth anniversary. Like, what are you, just tempting fate? And I'm totally serious because I have my mother in my head appalled saying like, oh, you would never give a man a wallet. That's the memory I'm having. And she says, yeah, that that's ridiculous. Like, your mom said it's a wives tale. Come on. Like, that's, I'm not even listening to that. Like, shut up. Do you like the wallet or not? I said, well, I, it's a pretty wallet. It's a nice wallet. Yes, it's very black leather. It's cool. I don't know what to tell you, but I just wouldn't do that. But that's me. <laughs> So she thought it was crazy and wrapped it up and was getting ready to give it to him. They had made reservations. They were going out to dinner, um, had a whole big night planned that weekend, and that was that. So she goes to the date that weekend. She gives him the wallet. He opens it. He likes it, says it's nice. You know, everything's fine. They have a nice dinner. I think they went to the theater. I'm not sure. And um, that was like a Friday night. And she... And I had made plans with friends of ours to go to the Phillies game on Saturday. He had to work. So I figured I'd hear all about it that day. We went, I think it was a late afternoon game at like four. And uh, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but we went up to the stadium at the time. It was the vet and we went to go watch the game. And I had pretty good seats from what I'm told. And uh, I was Fairly uninterested in the game, but it was the era where they were actually doing really well. So my friends are all into the game and something made me look over my shoulder around at the crowd because boredom, I guess. And I don't have the best eyes, but I thought I saw her boyfriend about 10 rows back sitting on the end with this other girl. So... I said, oh, I'll be right back. And I excused myself to pretend to go to the ladies room thinking I gotta check this out. And it was in fact him with this other girl. And you could tell by the way he was acting. It was not a friend and he was supposed to be at work anyway. So I thought this is not going to end well. I returned to my seat and I told the other friends, they all checked it out, confirmed it, saw it, walked by and did the same thing I did. So we decided on a silent intervention and uh kind of forced her to go to the concession stand by way of the path that he was seated next to. And she got up there and looked up, saw him, so we kind of sort of didn't do it. Therefore I didn't feel bad she discovered it on her own in a weird way and it was a very bad scene. Lots of tears were had. And it turned out that, uh, right there in the stadium, he said after their fifth year anniversary, big dinner night, the night before, uh, he decided to come clean that, yeah, he's actually been cheating on her for quite some time and, uh, didn't really want to tell her. Didn't know how to tell her. Wasn't sure if it would go anywhere with this other girl, but yeah, he definitely did not want to spend the rest of his life with her or continue dating after all that time. And, um, yeah, you know, I didn't want it to end this way, but this is how you found out. So, oh, well, so be it. Like, I'll give you your box of stuff back and, you know, it's all over. And for him, it was a business transaction and it was quick and painless. I laughed because that was cold and horrible, but she was a basket case. We had to talk her off the ledge. You know, of course, I'm thinking about the wallet, but I didn't say that at that moment. I was thinking it. And within A few minutes after sobbing to the point where I could finally understand what she was saying. She's against the wallet. It was the wallet. I know it was the wallet. I should have listened to you. I should have listened to your mom. So we left the game early. We didn't even make it to the seventh inning stretch. Went back to my house where luckily mom was home. And she proceeded to tell the story to my mother who suddenly now my best friend was a believer. I'm never going to doubt you again. I can't believe I let this happen. I did this to myself. I ruined this relationship. I said, okay, now you're getting a little crazy. Calm down. It's just... It happened. It's bad. I'm sorry that you went through this, but better know now in this way. And it's over. Clean break. And you don't have to worry about that anymore. So, obviously, she cried a lot. And this went on for months of hurt. But she spent a fair amount of time, a couple of years alone and not rebounding or anything. So, it was good. and, And it was always a point of reference and kind of the bad joke that wasn't funny at the moment, but was hilarious later on that we would reference. So Danes you know, goes on from time to time and somehow she finally meets a really good guy, like five years later, at this point, we graduated college, we're into the workforce and this guy was great. I liked him. Uh, that's saying a lot, you know, cause I'm pretty scrutinous of the people she would bring uh, to my attention and a uh, really nice guy, uh, educated, sweet. You know, I thought, Oh, you know, if they end up together down the line, this would be great. So, they dated like I don't know, four or five years. And then at some point he told us all the friends that he was going to ask her to marry him. And, you know, what do we think about that? Which I thought was cool. And I was like, Oh yeah, you know, best of luck to both of you. This would be great. You know, obviously we were sworn to secrecy. He had this whole big elaborate plan to ask her and everything. So he does. And of course she accepts and it was great. And they had about a year and a half engagement. So we were busy planning a wedding and taking care of a lot of things, uh, with her. And one of the subjects that came up was, well, what are you going to give him for a wedding gift? Like, do you have a plan? Do you want to go on vacation? Do you want to plan like a year out honeymoon? Do you want to get him another, uh, you know, piece of jewelry? Like, what do you want to do? And she settled on a watch. She wanted to buy him a nice watch. thought it was a good idea. I was like, okay, great. So she picked out what she wanted and, and that was that. Well, apparently one of the, uh, major retailers, nearby, which she frequented and I rarely walk into was having some sort of promo or offer. And usually it's with guys stuff, you get a cologne or if you buy the watch, you get a a bag or like a shaving kit or something like that. And they would always give you something nice. And uh, sometimes it was, you know, a brand name like Polo or Ralph Lauren or whatever. And um, for some reason, I guess she missed the fine print. And when she went to purchase the watch, which was fine and flawless, it came with this side bag. She had gone early on a Saturday morning and I didn't know that she was gonna go purchase it that day and woke me up in tears, freaking out crying that day, saying that she couldn't believe it. She doesn't know how they could put her through this and I'm getting thrown into the mix to find out that when she went, they offered a free black leather wallet Of the same company when you purchased the watch. Well, she apparently made such a scene at the store. The lady got security because she didn't want the wallet to touch or be near or in the same bag with the watch. She didn't even want it and wouldn't accept it. And the sales clerk was a young kid who was really taken aback and said, well, look, it's, you have to, I have to give it to you. You got it. You bought it. She said, no, I don't even want it. Just give it to somebody else. She said, well, ma'am, I have to give it to you. It's, it's together. She's take them apart. I don't want them to touch. I don't want them near one another. She makes such a scene that they eventually, like, escort her out, and she dumps the wallet in the trash can at the entrance of the mall, which at the time, yes, we had malls, and I missed them. So long live Granite Run. So she gets her to the wallet. She's crying. She's hysterical. She takes the watch and literally sprays Lysol on the outside of the box to try and keep it. Like, I don't know, somehow protected from ever having been near the potential, uh, wallet box, which we don't know where they were living in the drawer, but apparently it was really bothering her. And, uh, I said, you need to calm down. Like now you're taking things to another level. She's. I don't want it. I don't want it near. We're in my last relationship that I totally thought I was going to, you know, live into perpetuity with. And this is not good. I can't. I said, okay, calm down. I got it. I got it. So, you know, she gives him uh, the watch. Obviously they get married like a, a few months later and she gives him the watch. And I have to say everything was fine and they did live happily ever after. They're still married. The irony is, um, on the day of the wedding, When they exchanged gifts later on, and it was towards the end of the evening, he loved the watch, put it on right away, and he kind of chuckled because he said, it's funny, I kept hinting to you what I needed, and I really thought you were going to buy me what I was hinting about, but I guess I didn't hint well enough. And she said, oh, what's that? I uh, don't remember you really talking about anything. And he said, oh, my wallet's really beat up. I really wanted a new wallet, and I was hoping you would buy me this new black leather wallet. And matter of fact, I think it even comes from this store, and they were offering it, I don't know, with a cologne or something. Hmm, Shazam, turned out to be the one that was with that watch. Ironically, his was sitting at the bottom of a dumpster somewhere in a trash pile, but she would never give it to him or disclose, so... I guess in the end game, he didn't know about the superstition, but that's okay because it worked out, but they're still married and he does not have that wallet. So I guess he had to buy his own. Moral of the story, ladies, never buy a man you love a wallet. At least it could be your dad or your brother, somebody you love like that, but not somebody that you're romantically involved with. So that's uh, our first take on superstition. And uh, I hope you had as much fun with that story as I did. If you enjoyed my story, check out the eclecticcollectionpodcast.com dot com or follow me on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Ginaglia, thanks for listening.